Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to a special edition of Taylor May Sports. I'm your host, Kevin Taylor. It is a great Monday evening here in Atlanta, Georgia, where I am coming to you. And we are here to be able to preview the upcoming college football season, SEC, ACC, Pac-10, Big Ten, Big 12, you name it. You know, I hope that your team has a successful season coming up. And on this particular edition of the program, I have a treat for you because I was able to go to the Huddle Up Luncheon recently that was held here in Atlanta, Georgia, at the College Football Hall of Fame in downtown Atlanta. And I was able to catch up with some of the personalities of ESPN College Football Game Day, such as new host Reese Davis. Of course, we all know the coach, Lee Corso, and executive producer, Lee Fitting. You'll hear their interviews coming up in just a few minutes. Also, speaking of the College Football Hall of Fame, I was able to catch up with director, director John Stevenson. And uh, we had a great conversation, and uh, the College Football Hall of Fame is a remarkable place. If you have not been there, then you need to go. It's right in downtown Atlanta. They've only been open just a few months, a little less than a year, but it's an interaction like no other. So I want to be able to preview, uh, to get you in the mindset that if you come to Atlanta, then you need to come to the College Football Hall of Fame and Chick-fil-A fan experience because it's like no other for sure. And, of course, it's very modern. They've got some uh, great events coming up. You can be able to plan your event as well and plan your experience there, and we're going to give you more information on that coming up in the program with John Stevenson, like I said, of the College Football Hall of Fame. So now, just in case, like me, if you are a big college football fan and you like, like I'm in Atlanta, so of course you would think that I you know, follow Georgia State, which I do, Georgia, eh, well, okay, yeah, I, I do. I do. I'm not a big Bulldog fan. Like, you know, hey, that was a great play. Look at that run. No, no, it's not like that. But I do like the Bulldogs. I, I do. Um, but they're not my favorite college team, no. Um, Georgia Tech, yes, they are. So what I'm saying is every year team is, you know, I want your team in whatever division you have, whatever conference you are with or your team is with, you know, I hope that you have the right coaching scheme, you have the right players, and your team is able to get bowl eligible because that's what it's about. It's about becoming bowl eligible, seeing what players can be, impact players on the field, and as well as keeping the academics up off the field as well. So college football season is just right around the corner. You know, here in Atlanta, you've got a lot of fanfare around the Georgia Bulldogs. And, you know, of course, Nick Chubb, from what I understand, he may be getting some slight Heisman consideration. You know, that's a tall order for, you know, a guy that young. But with the departure of Todd Gurley, he's going to have a lot of workload, that's for sure. Uh, The Bulldogs are in camp. Mark Rick, I know, is wanting to continue on another successful campaign this season. And uh, the Bulldogs, you know, let's take a look at their schedule because I think that's where everything kind of lies into play at. You know, the Bulldogs, if they can get some wins early, like I like I said last year, I think that kind of sets the tone for the season. So uh, we're going to uh, take a look at the Georgia Bulldogs football schedule and 
see, you know, what their record may may entail, you know, because I think that if the dogs get off to a fast start, then just like last year, I think, again, that will set the tone for the season. Whether we see them at the Georgia Dome in the SEC championship game, that remains to be seen. But if they can get off to a fast start, I think that uh, they have a good shot at that. But they've got some crucial games, especially against South Carolina, uh, that uh, will kind of tell the tale, I believe. They hold up the season on September 5th against Louisiana Monroe. That game is going to be in Athens. You've got Vanderbilt the next week on September 12th in Nashville. Then you're at home against South Carolina. That's going to be on September 19th. Then the Bulldogs are at home for the next two against Southern University and against Alabama on October 3rd. Now, the Southern University game is on September 26th. Alabama, like I said, is on October 3rd. Then you're not not to the old Rocky Top. You're going to be at Tennessee on September 10th. Uh, I'm sorry, October 10th. And October 17th, you're going to be at home against Missouri. And then it's the big showdown against Florida, October 31st. Yes, down in Jacksonville, Jacksonville, yeah, the largest outdoor cocktail party for sure. Then November 7th, the Bulldogs are at home against Kentucky. Uh, November 14th, you're at Auburn. Uh, November 21st, you're going to be uh, in Athens against Georgia Southern. That should be a big game. And on November 28th, that's Thanksgiving weekend, the Bulldogs come to A-Town to play the Yellow Jackets of Georgia Tech. So uh, some wonderful games there, of course. I think the Bulldogs can get to 10 wins from that schedule. But, hey, no games have been played yet, and it's all on paper. But uh, moving on to Georgia Tech, Paul Johnson, and from the way he's going, but this team is nowhere near their 17th ranking uh, that's in the coaches' poll. Georgia, by the way, is number nine. But uh, Paul Johnson is probably wanting his players to come out with a, a great tenacity and not get complacent with all the poll talk. But, um, you know, the way he's going about it, he wants his team to say, hey, you're not that good. But the way you're able to be good is if you practice and go out and put what you practice on the football field. So um, their first game is the Alcorn State. And Alcorn State, by the way, is number one, number one uh, in the HBCU polls. So that's going to be something. Uh, they come to Atlanta on Thursday, September 3rd at 730 at Bobby Dodd Stadium. So that should be a pretty good contest there, pretty good game. Also, it's Heroes Day on September 12th as Tulane comes to Atlanta to take on Georgia Tech. Then this will be interesting. You'll hear this from Lee Corso coming up in just a minute. But uh, uh, the Yellow Jackets go to Notre Dame on September 19th to take on the Fighting Irish. Also, uh, Duke uh, is uh, Georgia Tech's opponent on September 26th in Durham. And then the Yellow Jackets come home to play North Carolina on October 3rd. That's family weekend. So make sure you just, uh, stay close for details of that if you're going to be in and around the Atlanta area. Then a big game against Clemson in Clemson on October 10th. Uh, then Pittsburgh comes to town on uh, October 17th. That's a Hall of Fame game. Then you got the whiteout game with his homecoming here in Atlanta against Florida State. Yes, it's the post-James Winston era at Florida State, so that game will be on October 24th. And then the Yellow Jackets travel to Virginia to face the Cavaliers on October 31st. And then on November 12th, Georgia Tech will celebrate their 1990 championship team with the 90 championship celebration. Of course, 25 years ago this season, 
is when they were co-champions of college football, and they'll be facing Virginia Tech on November 12th at Bobby Dodd. Also, November 21st, they'll be in Miami against the Hurricanes, and then they close out the season, like I said, with the Senior Salute Toy Drive on Thanksgiving weekend on uh, November 28th in Atlanta. So uh, this, this is going to be a tough schedule for Georgia Tech, but we'll see if they can get the 10 wins for sure. Now, rounding out the top three here in Atlanta, it's going to be Georgia State. Georgia State is looking to uh, have a great season this year. And, um, well, let's just say for the past couple of years in the Trent Miles, it has not been the best. Not been the best. But uh, Georgia State still has uh, some young guys on their squad who are looking for some valuable experience. And uh, some of the guys do have experience. And so they want to be provided with leadership at this point on this team. Now, if they can improve off of winning only one game last season, that remains to be seen. But uh, Georgia State, they have a tough schedule this season. as They kick it off on Saturday, September 12th in New Mexico against New Mexico State. Then they travel to Eugene, Oregon to play the Mighty Ducks of Oregon. And, you know, it's going to be a tall task right there on Saturday, September 19th. And uh, it's an early homecoming for Georgia State against Liberty on uh, October 3rd at the Georgia Dome. And then Appalachian State comes to the Georgia Dome on Saturday, October 10th. Then uh, the Panthers go on the road for the next two in this ball on October 17th. But uh, they travel on the road to face uh, Arkansas State October 31st. It is back home for them on Saturday, November 7th against uh, University of Louisiana Lafayette. Then Saturday, November 14th against Texas in San Marcos, Texas, San Marcos. You know, I wonder where exactly is that? Anybody know? Hey, you can reach out to me on Facebook and let me know, or even Twitter at Kevin Taylor ninety eight. And then the next two are at the Georgia Dome on Saturday, November twenty first against South Alabama, and then Friday, yes, Friday, November twenty seventh against Troy. And uh, they have Thanksgiving. Hey, you got a game here at the Georgia Dome, and uh, that's going to be a great one for sure. And then they round it out. Down in Statesboro against Georgia Southern, against the Eagles on Saturday, December 5th. So uh, it's going to be a great season for Georgia State. Hopefully they can get more wins than they did last year. And uh, But they still are, are building. And, um, you know, we'll see if they can improve from uh, the past couple of years. But uh, I, I think they can. But how much so remains to be seen. All right. Well, we're going to start our interview now. As uh, first of all, we're going to start with Reese Davis. Reese has been promoted to the college football game day host, and uh, Reese is uh, a, a very energetic host, and uh, he's having a lot of fun over at ESPN. And uh, it was great to talk to him. And we're going to start it off with Reese Davis, and then we're going to talk to Lee Corso, and after that, Lee Fitting, right here on Taylor Made Sports with Kevin Taylor. Got a backup player. <laughs> Welcome back to Taylor Bay Sports. I'm your host, Kevin Taylor. I'm here at the College Football Hall of Fame here in Atlanta, Georgia. And I'm joined now by the new ESPN College Football Game Day host, Reese Davis. Reese, congratulations. How does it feel to be the new host? Hey, Kevin, I'm really excited about it, obviously. I think that you know the show has become such an iconic part of the college football landscape. And to be able to be part of that team is exciting and uh, gratifying. And I look forward to getting started coming up in just a few weeks. Now, of course, locally, Georgia, Georgia Tech, they've got high expectations coming into this season. How do you view those teams individually? 
Well, first of all, for Georgia, I think that Georgia has every box check that you need with the exception of quarterback. And not coincidentally, that's the biggest box that you have to check. It's the most important position on the field. Um, you know, I always say that when you think we've been talking about the quarterback too much, we probably should talk about the quarterback some more. Because if you don't have one, it tells on you. You don't have to have a superstar. and You just have to have a guy who makes your offense efficient and can make plays. Um, you can't have, I think, the old school, you know, game manager where he was just the guy who took the snap and handed it to Herschel Walker. You know, you have to, the game's changed. So even the quote-unquote game managers, which I hate that term, they have to be playmakers at times because game managers that don't get, that aren't playmakers get benched, and playmakers who don't manage the game properly, they get benched. You know, so you have to have the you have to have the mix. Remains to be seen what Georgia has at that position. Every other position, I think they're terrific. Veteran offensive line, arguably the best running back in the game. Maybe not even maybe it's not even arguable. Nick Chubb is is tremendous. I think they've got three of the more dynamic defenders in the, in the country, and, and Boyd Jenkins and Carter, who is heavier this year and is going to wreak havoc, I think. So. I think for Georgia, the question is how well will the quarterback play and can they avoid stepping on the rake and hitting themselves in the face of the handle, which they've done too often over the last few years. As for Tech, uh, a lot of guys back from a team that came very close to winning the ACC championship a year ago and a team that really got better in the second half of the season. Had had losses, had some escapes. But you look at their efficiency numbers, they played so much better in the second half of the year. I think DePaul has the best quarterback he's ever had running his system at Georgia Tech just the time. Yes. I, I never worry about who he's going to put at feedback. He'll find somebody, and they'll gain 1,000 yards, and they'll get three yards every time on, on, uh, on the option. So he'll find somebody there. I know they've got the school kid in from Stanford who's supposed to be a big help. And I think they improved defensively over the course of the last year. So I think right now that Georgia Tech, even with a fairly difficult schedule, is as good a pick as any to win the ACC in terms of proven commodity. Raw talent-wise, is Florida State more talented in terms of just pure athleticism, depth, all that? Probably so. But this is a, this is a group that knows what Paul wants. They've experienced winning. They don't back down from anybody. And I think they've got a really good shot at, uh, at winning the ACC. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting season for both teams. Of course, we know the level of play for the SEC and ACC. It's going to be a fun season to watch both teams nonetheless. Now, of course, you're stepping into a new role as host of College Football Game Day. It's, it's going to be a tremendous atmosphere. Just tell us about you know what you're expecting because you mentioned about a quarterback. You're now the quarterback of this show. <laughs> and, you know, you've got a lot of opinions on this program. How are you going to be able to manage this type of program? You know, I think it's a feel thing. I mean, if there were, you know, if there were a book written, I think Lee Fitting, our producer, would have shared it with me. I don't know. I think Fowler would have too. I mean, we don't we don't have any, you know, great meat meal thing going on. We would share that, you know. So Fowler and I get along great. So I think it's just a, I think it's just a, a a feel thing. And when you've been doing this as long as I have, and certainly there will be a period of time as I get to know these guys better as a group. I've worked with almost all of them individually quite a bit, uh, and we have worked together as a unit during the college football playoff and national championship game last year as well, but that's a pretty small sample size. You'll get, we'll get to know each other as a group better over the next few weeks, and as you do that, you'll learn what's important to guys, 
what buttons to push. And really, it's, it's a sense thing of when to push a guy and when to back off, when to escalate a conversation and when to defuse it. And, and you're not ever going to... Um, you're not ever going to complete every pass to stay in the football metaphor with it. You're going to you're going to say, oh, I should have done this, should have done that. But it's it's more a feel thing than anything else in terms of managing all that. And uh, how long have you been at ESPN now? Uh, a little over 20 years. And, and doing college football for uh, the last 17 years, the last 15 with Mark May. So, yeah. and, and last question, which one do you like better, college football or basketball? You know what, I... I love them both, but I would say that football drives the boat. So, I mean, I, I do love them both dearly. They're both really important to me, but uh, but it's really, really tough to be the college football Saturday and the phenomenon that this show and the entire sport has become. Hey, well, Reese, congratulations again. Thanks so much for taking out the time to talk to us. And I know you have a great season on ESPN College Football Game Day. We'll be watching you every Saturday morning. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate that. I'm joined now by the coach, Lee Corso, here on Taylor Bay Sports with Kevin Taylor. Coach, great to see you, and you're getting ready for another season of ESPN College Football Game Day. How many years will it be now for you on the program? 27 years in wow. county. Yes, yes, yes. And, uh, of course, as we uh, take this segment, first of all, happy birthday. Your birthday's coming up. Uh, yes, I'm a, um, the only person, the only people that I know that want to be 80 our people are 79. <laughs> hey, that's a good point. That's a good point. Well, you're looking great, and uh, you still have a lot of energy. And, of course, that goes into your trademark of the head, of yeah. the, the, the way you pick your teams that are going to win on the program. And just kind of tell us how that came about. Well, Kirk Herbstreit and I were sitting in, uh, in the stage in, uh, on a Friday in Columbus, Ohio, many years ago. And Brutus the Buckeye walked by, and I said, hey, Kirk, maybe you could get that head that I put on and then everybody will know I'm picking Ohio State. I don't have to say anything. Right. So I did. I put it on the next day. The crowd went crazy. The truck went crazy. The ESPN went crazy. I said, hey, I think I got a stick right here. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And uh, talk about the upcoming season because what team stands out to you is the most as we, have, of course, have had the college football uh, coaches poll to come out? Ohio State. They, they said their, their head and shoulders that are in there. They're, they're one of the best teams ever could be. Now, during the lunch, you talk about the controversy that you would like to see yeah, you know, as we go into the playoffs uh, and during the latter part of the season. Just kind of talk to us a little bit more about that and what you meant. Well, we're going to pick four teams, and there's five leagues. <laughs> so somebody's going to be out. And who's going to be out? <laughs> but I'll tell you one thing. If it's an SEC team, They'll have eight teams in the next year. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. Now, who out of the SEC, since we're speaking of that, what teams out of the SEC do you like right now going into the season? Georgia, Tennessee, Auburn, Alabama, Mississippi, all of them. Oh, yeah. they're, they're, they're so cool. many. Exactly. And that could be a problem. There's so many good teams. There might not be one great team. Right, and now, of course, shifting gears to the ACC. You know, what teams stick out of your mind? Florida State. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, sure. Uh, Florida State. The guy, Golson, the quarterback, Notre Dame is going to yeah. be great. Every Golson. He's going to be great. And the Clemson and Florida State. Now, of course, you told the audience during the lecture something about Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. Against Notre Dame. I said, take Georgia Tech in the points in the third game at Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. 
and you know that kind of got a oh from the crowd. Well, we'll see. Now, it's my opinion. Right. Georgia Tech's got the kind of team that can give Notre Dame fits. Plus, Notre Dame plays Texas and Virginia for right. two games, and Tech can sneak in. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Now, talk about the bond that you have behind the scenes with everybody that you have to work with. Well, nobody has any eagles. You mean, that's the, that's the problem. We don't have an eagle. We're all for the team, and you guys are great to work with. And talk about what it's like to be out in the crowd because they love you and they love to see you when you put on the mascot head. Yeah, but remember one thing. I put on 257 inch, right? <laughs> that means I pissed off so bad at the time. Well, yeah, you do make, make them angry, that's right. I mean, make them angry, right? Yeah. So I've, I'm really pissed off in the country at least once or twice. <laughs> well, Coach Corso, we enjoy seeing you every Sunday morning, and it's going to be a treat seeing you this coming season on ESPN College Football Game Day. Have a great season, and happy birthday. Thank you very much. So we're going to take one picture. All right, you're listening to an interview with the College Football Game Day crew, ESPN College Football Game Day group that uh, I was able to recently have uh, the opportunity to speak with. We heard first from Reese Davis. We just heard from the coach, Lee Corso. And now let's hear from executive producer, Lee Fitting. Lee, what can we expect this season on ESPN College Football Game Day? Of course, you're the executive producer, so everything kind of pretty much goes through you. So what can we expect? Expect to laugh and cry and think and be challenged. And, you know, our goal every Saturday is to put the college football fan in the best spot to watch 12, 13, 14 hours of college. No matter what happens on college game day, we try to stay true to our model of being a true pregame show. And, again, that's, that's what you're going to get. Let's talk about how the program has evolved because, of course, during the luncheon you spoke about uh, the program evolved from one hour to now three hours. So just tell us about the popularity of the program. You know, it's, it's, it's flattering to hear that the, the, and see how popular the show is, and I'm lucky to be a small part of it. But, uh, you know, what it shows you is there's a huge, huge, huge appetite for college football out there. And college football is the second most popular sport in the United States right now beyond professional football. And, again, there's... People want three hours of pregame talk on a Saturday morning. And if we're the, the venue and the vehicle for that, great. Yes, indeed. And, of course, now you talk about going to different venues. Which one has been the most, in your opinion, has been the favorite among your colleagues that you like to go to? God, it's been, you know, everyone's got their own take on it from, you know, some like the Grove, some like North Dakota State, some like Oregon for different reasons. It's, you know, my answer to that is, People ask me my favorite venue. My answer is always anywhere we go for the first time. To see the excitement and energy and build up from the kids and around that town and campus is awesome. And, of course, before we let you go, now, of course, we've got Reese Davis is the new uh, host of the program. Of course, we're going to have Lee Corso, uh, still being a very spirited uh, analyst. And uh, we do have uh, uh, David Pollock, who's also going to be uh, contributing to the program as well. But who else and what else will we be seeing as well? You know, all the faces, names and faces are back from last year, Reese being the only new uh, new name this year. And I say new, new to college game day, but a staple for ESPN's college football coverage. But our roster, other than that, hasn't changed and is intact, and it's going to be college game day as you know it. Hey, well, sounds good. Well, Lee, we want to congratulate you on a job well done. And, of course, we know you're going to continue to do a great job in this upcoming season of ESPN <laughs> College Football Game Day. Appreciate it. All right.
right. Hey, and you can check out ESPN College Football Game Day every Saturday morning on ESPN. Check your local listing, and the start time for that program is 9 a.m. Eastern. So we want to wish the college for ESPN College Football Game Day crew a great season ahead. And thanks again to Reese Davis, the coach Lee Corso, and executive producer Lee Fitting for their time here recently. Now, if you want to know more about the College Football Hall of Fame, let's talk now with Director John Stevenson. I'm joined now by John Stevenson, College Football Hall of Fame and Chick-fil-A Fan Experience Director. And John, thank you so much for joining us on this uh, edition of TaylorMade Sports. So just tell us about the College Football Hall of Fame. Oh, man, this is a spectacular new attraction here in downtown Atlanta, right across from Centennial Olympic Park. And... Uh, between Stats and the Omni Hotel, and it's a 94,000-square-foot college football attraction that happens to have as one of its exhibits the National College Football of Fame. It's a brand-new experience. It's like nothing you've ever seen before, and uh, you know people are starting to really find out about us and, and love it. How interactive is it? It's more interactive than any other museum or attraction in the country at the moment. Uh, we really are cutting edge in that aspect. Your entire experience is personalized through a chip that is in your ticket, where uh, you register your ticket upon entry, give us your name and your email and the school that you are a fan of, and immediately that school now is going to follow you throughout the entire building and give you a very personalized experience. And, of course, recently you just had the Georgia Bulldogs to come through. and yeah. what, did, what did they think of the, the tour here? Oh, man, uh, they loved it. It's a, it brought down a team, a little uh, youth football team from Athens, and to see those guys in here, you know, helping those kids kick field goals on our field here and throw passes and catch passes and then go do all the interactive and learn a little history along the way. Very special. Now, we just had the college football huddle up luncheon, and that was very exciting. We had the ESPN college football game day crew here, and uh, that is one of the many events that you're holding. So what else is coming up here at the College Football Hall of Fame? Well, for football season, you know, we're going to do a number of events uh, that the visiting teams that are coming to play, Georgia Tech and Morehouse and Clark and, and Georgia State and sometimes Georgia, even the Falcons, uh, they're having their, their parties here, their tailgate parties here, their pre, pre-parties. Um, and so we're doing a lot of that football season. And then the, the biggie at the end of the year, uh, ESPN and Home Depot are bringing the Home Depot College Football Award Show here live from this building where for the past 25 years it's been from Disney World. So... That's a big deal. They give away all the awards in college football except the Heisman at that show. So you'll have here the 30 best college football players from the year. Uh, the four coaches of the four BCS or college football playoff teams will be here. Uh, and it's going to be live from our building on ESPN all day long. Yes, it's very exciting. It just keeps growing and growing. And it's in a convenient spot, like you said. And, you know, from your position, when we see national games, college games, like on ESPN or uh, CBS or whatever network may be having them, you know, they show the College Football Hall of Fame. How gratifying is that to see that? Oh, man, I can't explain how special it is to see that on TV and to see people walking around here smiling with their families, having fun. You know, we looked at it on paper for so long as we drew, our architects and exhibit designers drew what was going to be in here. But to see it come to life and to see people using it the way they do is really special. Now, for more information, how can people find out more and about more activities that are coming up here at the Georgia, I'm sorry, at the College Football Hall of Fame? Yeah, well, you know, our website is cfbhall.com. Uh, there's an events link there uh, with a calendar, lots of information about the building. And uh, follow us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at CFB Hall. We're always putting out 
uh, what the next big thing to come down the pike is. Well, congratulations on a job well done. And of course, I, I got to take the tour myself. I have yet to do that. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I live here. You know, I, <laughs> <laughs> you're not alone. We're still brand new. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But a lot of time left to be able to do that. But it's a great experience. And fans, I encourage you to come on down. And I want to thank you so much again for being a part of TaylorMade Sports this week. Thanks for having me. Good luck. All right, thanks again to John Stevenson, the director of the College Football Hall of Fame and Chick-fil-A Fan Experience. But to have the time to speak with us here on Taylor Made Sports with Kevin Taylor. And one other footnote to the College Football Hall of Fame and Chick-fil-A Fan Experience, if you're going down there, you know, you can experience the quad, playing the playing field, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl skills on Chick-fil-A, why we love college football experience, a game day theater, the Coca-Cola fans game day, a key of building a champion uh, area, the AT&T game time facility. Also, you'll have a Chick-fil-A building leaders area and uh, a specialty exhibit, and that's delivered by UPS. So a lot to do with the college football Hall of Fame and Chick-fil-A fan experience. So uh, it's going to be a great time uh, that you'll experience in downtown Atlanta at 250 Mary Ellis Street. It was very convenient, so make sure that you stop on by if you live in Atlanta like I do or if you're coming in for a visit. Hey, well, that's going to do it for this special edition of TaylorMade Sports with Kevin Taylor. Thank you so much for joining me as we preview the college football season here locally in Atlanta or Georgia and also throughout the country with from ESPN College Football Game Day, new host Reese Davis, the coach Lee Corso, and executive producer Lee Fitting and also from the Chick-fil-A, I'm sorry, the College Football Hall of Fame and Chick-fil-A Fan Experience, their director, John Stevenson. Thank you so much again for joining me. Taylor Bay Sports, who will have another special edition coming up in the next few days or weeks. Hmm, you never know, but you gotta keep you gotta keep posted. And, uh, you can look at my post on Facebook and Twitter, and that's Kevin Taylor 98. That's how you'll be able to find me, Kevin Taylor 98, as well as on Instagram under, yes, you know it, Kevin Taylor 98 as well. Thank you again for joining me. Hey, I love you so much for listening. Tell your friends, Kevin Taylor is going to be back with Taylor Made Sports with Kevin Taylor in the weeks to come for sure. So thank you so much as well. Remember to never be discouraged, always encouraged. Until next time, everyone, be safe. Thank you.